Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we coming from a basement to your headphones. Barely even know who we are, but changing the unknown. Thank you for downloading the Podcastianos. Now here are your hosts, Jordan Hall and Eric Wayne. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Podcastianos presented by Moots Pizzeria and Bar. My name is Jordan Hall, and I'm joined as always by a man who knows a thing or two about a hazy IPA. It's Eric Wayne. Eric, how are you? As bougie as ever, my friend. I have to admit, so you obviously ordered that during the, the recording at Moots Pizza. I was taken aback yeah. by, I, I had no idea that that was um, a, a qualification or a categorization of beer. Hazy. I like it. Yeah, it's kind of unfiltered. It's got little particles floating in it. And uh, a dirty little secret about like hazy wheat beers, they typically have some like little particulates, like I said, and sometimes they continue to ferment after you consume them. Gives you a little bit of the gas. <laughs> it was a long trip back so, to have a little bit of the gas. I was with loved ones. It was fine. So you, you made it all the way across uh, I, I-96. I'm assuming just hordes of angry residents trying to get even with you after all your disparaging yeah. comments. People from Southfield chasing me down like Mad Max. You seem to movie. take a, a lot of pot shots at at Southfield. It's just complete disregard for the people. Just laying the smack down. So it's I'm a little person, a little bit of a letdown. Kind of recording our show from the usual usual location. Um, There's ha- no music going. No no um, no beats in the background. Nothing I can sing along to, no, which no, is good. No Katy Perry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we've received a, Can't hear a, you a cease and desist from, from her lawyers this, this past week. <laughs> uh, was that the hazy IPA talking or, or singing? I suppose, you know, after the second one, I may break into song at any point. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll be back a couple of times over the course of the summer. Um, should, should we announce to the people when we're going to be there or just, or just slide in, slide out like a DM? Do we, uh, do I know when we're going to be there? Maybe we better wait. <laughs> oh, not right now. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know yeah. the next time, but there I don't know. Be. Maybe, maybe we should announce it. People can come down and heckle us. I got a lot. I got a lot of stickers to give away. We, give a full, we do oh, have stickers. The stickers look cool. A full stack of them that I'm probably not going to use all of those. So we, we now might. you told me they're from sticker mule, sticker mule, but yeah. I appreciate the fact that they are not uh, brought 
in the same way like a drug mule would. They're not, you know, in any orifices or anything like that. They're it was very nice. You you think? I mean, hopefully, <laughs> let's hope. <laughs> that is what I told you. Uh, so one of the great things that that impressed me about about Moots, um, just to, to circle back to that, um, the imp- the the location is really good. Like it's right yeah. around the corner from Madcap, um, which obviously for people like me is, is a big deal. It's like a three minute walk to the ballpark. Like big, big fan. Like that, that was, that was a really cool thing. Um, and I, I liked that there was kind of the option to grab your slice. If you want to get in and out, get to the ball game, or you can chill, you know, have a, have a pizza, have a drink, etc. It's a good, it's a good spot. We, we liked moots a lot. Good food, good setting got everything you want in a restaurant it's good uh after that we went to a game both of our wives were there um was our first time back in the park since covid what were your thoughts on on the reduced capacity experience it was a little weird because it had all the normal sights and sounds like there was food being grilled and um you know the big screen was up and normally the things that you think about but it was still peculiar. Like you walked into the D shop or the different souvenir stores. Like sometimes we we're the only one in there. And so a lot of times when you go into the shops, you're shoulder to shoulder with people trying to fight your way through for, to the clearance rack. Of course. Yeah. Obviously where I look. Um, but it was a little bewildering because there was just a lot of empty space and it seemed empty. And obviously there was a lack of energy that went along with it. To be I found. fair, that could be attributed to the fact that we had, what, like four hits through the first eight innings. It doesn't so help. Hard to be energetic about help. that. Uh, so I, you found some interesting treasures on the on the clearance rack, if I'm not mistaken. Did I? Yeah. Did, you what told, did I find? You told me that you saw you saw a Brad Ausmus oh, yeah. jersey. I saw an Ausmus jersey, and I found a Garden Hire jersey, which I desperately coveted. Uh, and I, I wanted the garden hire Jersey. What, what a, what a thing that would be, you know, 10 or 15 years from now when we're good to rock a garden hire tigers Jersey. It was a thing of beauty, but it was a size small, which what do you think, Jordan? I mean, Can I just, pull it off? It just depends on how bad you want it. I, you know, just, I might show a little nip. <laughs> Go full Brian Pena on us. Uh, <laughs> the shawarma nachos, uh, obviously, I partook in because those are the the absolute best. A little harder to eat these days. I don't know if you saw this, but they had like long slices of chicken and pickle, which oh, when you're right? trying to put them on pita chips, that's not the most convenient thing in the world. Yeah, I had to walk. All, you had to walk all the way downstairs for those. <laughs> and we were, if we weren't in the worst seats in the building, it was close. We were quite high up. Yeah. But uh, they look good. Were they good? They they were very good. So it was actually funny. Apparently, they only take uh, card in in the the stadium right now. And Wit got caught down there. She only had cash on her. Um, so she was in the oh, you area. Got summoned. Yeah. yeah, it was. She was like, "Get down here now, because I can't." I, I've never seen a man move so fast as you do when your wife summoned you. Oh yeah, definitely. It's a jump how high <laughs> situation, but but it was nice. It, it was great to be back in the ballpark. Um, I had gone to to Joker Marchant once this spring, so it wasn't like, um, you know the first experience I've had with the Tigers and your maiden voyage. It wasn't your maiden baseball voyage, but it, it sure was the first one that really felt like going to a Tigers game. And hopefully with the, the change in uh, capacity, we'll see some, I was going to say full stadiums, but let's be honest, even if full capacity, I'm, I'm not sure we're selling that, that stadium out this year, but it could be more fun. 
but it will be a lot more fun. I mean, we, there's like 8,000 people or 8,200 or whatever. I mean, even when the Tigers are bad, even on a bad game, they're pulling at least twice that. Yeah, definitely. So, and when, you know, it's a nice weather and a weekend game, they're doing really well. It's going to feel a lot different. I mean, the ballpark did just seem a little haunted and creepy in a couple of ways because, you know, the seats were strapped shut or they were uh, put like ropes over and there were just spider webs growing in random places. And there were weeds growing out of the cracks and you know, not, not, it's not lack of maintenance. I mean, all the big things are up, but it's just signs that this place has not been inhabited in what two years. Yeah. Essentially. It was like uh, yeah. Charlton Heston at the end of planet of the apes. Finds yeah. out he's still on planet earth. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can uh, on Twitter. I am at hosted by Jay hall. Eric is at Eric Wayne's brain. And the show is at podcastianos. Uh, and once again, we'd love it. If you take the time to subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Google play, SoundCloud, or whatever other platform you're listening to the show on. And while I'm doing all of this, um, I've considered no longer posting the show to SoundCloud. So maybe if that's what you listen to the show on, hit me up and say, hey, no, I still listen to it. If not, I might just call it a day on SoundCloud because I don't I don't know how many people actually use SoundCloud anymore. I'm a Spotify guy myself. I prefer the Spotify. Do you think El Felino is, is a SoundCloud guy? I'm assuming that's where, where most of his <laughs> tracks are. SoundCloud rapper. Maybe. Yeah, it's been a long time since I've thought about El Felino. I wonder what he's up to up to. Boston rhymes in two languages. He's obviously he's, he's gotta be in Asia somewhere, right? Like that's where all of our <laughs> old players are. He's gotta Playing be in baseball there. or rapping. Either way. He could be he could be big over there. Do you think the discount like almost rappers from America go to Japan to do their rapping? Call, try to try for a payday. DVH a discount almost pitcher? Dis, the disrespect. <laughs> disrespect sorry sorry and the show is brought to you by moots pizzeria in downtown detroit looking to grab a bite before or after the game moots pizzeria and bar located on library street in the heart of detroit which we found out is actually across from an, yeah. from a library admire the library while you eat yeah we were reading some of the the deep and complex thoughts that were inscribed on the side of it anyway it's one of the motor city's hottest restaurant and the only authentic new york pizzeria in the city we love the pizza. We love the apps. If you're feeling generous, try splitting one of the specialty pizzas with friends, or you can just order it for yourself or grab a slice. Check out MootsPizzeria.com to view the entire menu. And remember, Moots validates your parking for two hours when you park in the Z-Lot. Be and sure. the Z-Lot's right there. It's like a, a, a attached to it. The Z-Lot is awesome. Did you see all the like uh, murals and whatnot in that yeah, thing? Yeah, there's art. It's nice. I maybe I come from too small of a town where that's not really a thing, but I actually enjoyed like looking at them. It was, I don't know, something to look. You don't normally see that in a parking yeah. garage. We, we we took in the um, the art, the art scene, and we watched culture. Uh, we watched a young lady who appeared to be graduating from college take a lot of glamour shots of herself with her uh, cap and gown on while we were waiting for uh, four o'clock to hit. Yeah, you were a little critical of the photography approach. Um, you would know. You you photography a lot. I do photography a lot. I'm Blaine Hardy, and you're listening to the podcast, Yanos. All right, Eric, let's jump to the Tigers talk. Uh, and for a first time in, in quite a long time, I actually say that with some enthusiasm, uh, clearly we were due some positive regression, but we've won nine of the last 13. We're actually looking down on the Minnesota Twins, and all of a sudden yeah. we're like not a chore to watch each night. 
And we could have um, we could have won the last two against the Royals. Yeah, we made that late that late uh, ninth inning comeback. I felt like we were close. We had the bases loaded, uh, not so much. Stinging Willie, and then so talk about two brutal ways to lose the last couple of days. It was ahead, 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 and then boom, give up a walk off, and then it was behind, behind, behind. So close, we could do it, and then lose two. So I, it could have been a heck of a road trip. I weirdly am like okay with that like we had so much credit in the bank from the previous couple of games and like well yeah. you know we, we were probably do a little little bit of this bad bad luck i don't know like this it's actually been fun to watch it has been fun to watch i think we're burying the lead here aren't we and that is the detroit tigers threw a no hitter yeah when's the, when's the last specific, time you saw that to be specific, Mr. Spencer Turnbull. Spencer Turnbull. Yeah, look at him go. Um, so obviously this is the eighth, uh, I believe that was on Shep's call, the eighth uh, no-hitter in, in team history. Verlander threw the last two, and I can't even remember who was before that. I'm mm. sure someone so back The answer is always Virgil Trucks. If you do not know an answer to a trivia question for the Tigers, guess Virgil Trucks. What did, what did you think of Shep's call? Um, I, to be honest, I listened to Dickerson. I, I have to, I have an embarrassing confession to make. May I confess to you? Absolutely. Don't tell anybody else. Okay. Try not to. Okay. So for years, I've always wanted to listen to Dan Dickerson's call while I watched the video. Well, you can't sync up. The radio is always way ahead. So you, you can't, you can't delay the radio. I was trying to figure out how to delay the radio. You can pause it. Can't you? And, I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. My apologies. So this year I got the application, the MLB application that in which you can listen to the audio. I paid $10. You can listen for the whole year or whatever. But then I I was, yeah, very bougie. And I was still so frustrated because, you know, oh, the the radio is going to be way ahead. And then I was like, Eric, you dunce. Pause the audio on the app until it lines up and then you can play. I am embarrassed to tell you it took me a month, however long it's two months to figure out I could do this. I'm not smart. So finally I did this and it was beautiful because I was able to listen to Dan. Actually I had both audios on. I had Dan in one ear and I was watching, I was trying to take in the full experience. Um, And it was, it was something people tell me, however, that, um, Jack Morris had a pretty good, decent call on. He was all fired up. Did you take this in? Were you awake? I mean, what was going on with you while we're doing confessions? No, I did not you wake slept. up for it. I did. I probably wasn't up for first pitch, let alone last pitch. So here is a We threw a Spencer Turnbull yes, through a tiger's no hitter. I'm aware of the story, right? This is amazing, but I feel like there's a couple of diminishing factors here, right? Yes. One is, there's been a lot of no hitters. The d- next day, uh, was it Kluber? Kluber, yeah. At least it wasn't Wade Th- Miley. That that yeah. one was through a no hitter. And also, this was happened. I I turned the TV off at ten after one in the morning, and this was an away game. No fans are seeing it. It's late at night, so I obviously said in huge achievement. But I feel like it does not have the impact of some of the other no-hitters that the Tigers have had. Yeah, I completely agree. It, it is a bummer that, you know, I, I think a lot of guys, a lot of people are staying up to watch the game, but a lot more 
like tigers they're not doing real well it's a 10 o'clock yep. start like i just can't do it and honestly like staying up that late would absolutely wreck my my sleep schedule uh up sure. too too early in the morning the following days um i do catch what i can of of the west coast um but i, I don't even feel shame about not not taking in the west coast games anymore they're ju- they're just too late yeah usually i i pack it in midway through the game but I, he was throwing a no hitter so i muscled through i might have slept for a couple outs on the old couch as long as you see the but, last one you're good to go i mean that's yeah that's the one uh do you think it's time to give but, turnbull his due a little bit like he's been, yeah you throw no really hitter really you good. get some due yeah <laughs> uh, um he came up he wasn't a highly regarded prospect like he was a second rounder but i don't know that he was ever you know one of our guys that we expected to contribute he kind of backdoored his way into the rotation that one spring and never gave up a spot. I don't know. I, I, I was looking back. I want to say either 2017 or 2018, like before he lost his prospect eligibility and he on a couple different prospect lists, he was like also to consider he wasn't even in the top 10, 15, 20, whatever it was like, I don't know. We, we have, you know, wax lyrical on the show about how, how we've struggled to develop, I was going to say pitchers, both hitters and pitchers. Um, despite being a second rounder, it still feels like a bit of a, of a success story for the development team. Yeah, I think so. I do remember watching him in West Michigan, me and Emily Walden and hook slide. We actually went to a game together and Spencer Turnbull was pitching and he was throwing in the mid nineties in low a, and we looked at each other and said, yeah, if he ever puts us together, I mean, He's, 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 uh, he's a guy, he's a man. And, um, that's been his big thing. It's never been stuff. It's been just kind of the stuff coalescing into some pitchability. And I think his no hitter, obviously everything was on full display and just filling up the strike zone. That is the thing that, um, Turnbull and most more recently Mize, um, are realizing that, yeah, they can they can throw strikes and you're gonna they're gonna do more damage in the zone than being so, so all over the place. Now, maybe it's not realization; it's ability, obviously. But I mean, that was to me what was so uh, impressive with Turnbull, at least for the first eight innings, just filling up the strike zone. Yeah, he's he's really limited walks basically all all season this year, um, and it's it looks like uh, half of his starts have gone for for quality starts. Uh, I don't know. You, he has three years of elig- of arbitration eligibility left at 28. Wow. Like he's probably the anchor of the staff at this point. Boyd will inevitably go at some point. Like he's, he's definitely going to be an opening day starter at some point in the next couple of years. I don't think so. Nope. I think it's going to jump to Casey. I, I mean, it's going to be mine. That would be, that would be phenomenal. Like I'm, I'm completely good with that. Speaking of, you want to just jump to Casey? Have you, you tied a bow on, on Spencer? Yeah, Casey Mize. Um, boy, it's starting to come together for him too, isn't it? Five straight quality starts. Five straight quality start. So his in his last three starts, he's sporting. Uh, I have the wrong numbers here. He's been good. He's given I don't up, know. He's given up two earned over fourteen innings, which is wow. pretty decent. I think That's the good. big thing with him is it doesn't look like he's trying to strike everybody out right now. He's actually getting strikeouts as a result of this. But like you say, he is filling up the strike zone more. It looks like, to me, the untrained eye, I don't don't have a a, a line to Chris Fetter. 
as many people have suggested. It looks like he is trying to pitch to contact more, which, I mean, with stuff as good as he as he has, that that has never been the issue. You know, it's the splitter, right? I mean, is is it a what do you call a splitter or sinker? I would I would call what he throws a splitter. I think that's what he calls it too. But I mean, that's his signature pitch, right? I mean, if 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 he's getting that pitch called occasionally for a strike, he's amazing, yeah. right? I don't I don't think that people should consider what he's doing right now just what to expect going forward. There are some underlying mm-hmm. uh the, his xFIP is 4.47 and his xERA is 4.52, which so he's getting a little lucky. Fairly well north of his 3.42 ERA, but he's good. Like the stuff is there. It's it's always been a, a just a, a accumulation of of putting together all the big league knowledge. Um, like, I don't, I don't think this level is sustainable right now. Long-term, obviously it, it is more than sustainable. It seems like Twitter's come around on him a little bit, which is good to see. Not that it affects anything, but it seems like fan perception of him has started to be like, all right, we can get behind this dude. Well, yeah, for a while is it was, well, why isn't he Brady singer? Well, yeah. now it's kind of like, Oh, maybe, maybe we didn't make a huge mistake. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think attitudes are changing around our whole staff, the entire staff, really. I mean, Uremia has been good, but and Boyd has been good, but but, but Mize, Turnbull, and Scooble for a while were sporting all ERAs between between you know five, six, seven in there. Well, even Scooble, I mean, those have all come down, and now it looks like we have the seeds of a potential staff. Scooble you know, throwing gas right now. Yeah. He, he got his first win of the year, and um, I, that was one game I missed. But I understand that um, he had some really good stuff going. Touch 99. Can I throw out wow. a, a harebrained uh, theory? So uh, yeah. this is just from somebody who, who pitched. This I pitched at a very low level. Like This is just my uh, impressions of watching him throw. It seems like he has a very inconsistent release. He kind of has almost yes. like a... Like, are you, can you see what I'm obviously listening yeah. to? Home can. Well, I saw, I saw somebody post one of those fancy graphics that were taken off of fan graphs or, you know, whatever sites they, and they show the little dots of the release point and mm-hmm. they're a little spread. Is that what yes. you're suggesting? And you're always going to have varied spin rates and velocity when you're not replicating the same release point every single time. And I think it's what just do they gonna, call this keyholing sometimes? <laughs> That's certainly there... what Jim Price would call it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Everything coming out of the same keel. Yeah, um, yeah. It he I'm sure he's working through that. Like that is something I'm sure they're okay. working on in every bullpen. It's just gonna take a little bit of time. Um, just like with Casey, like we are still going to see ebbs and flows through the rest of this season. Like I don't Casey's not yeah. a finished product, and Scooble is I, I think you can draw an upward trajectory. I think it's pretty easy to see. Um, and I, I think we're working towards that. It's just, you know, it's, it's going to take a little bit of time. Uh, we just need to also have that same patience for a guy down at West Michigan right now. Torkelson. Uh, Torque. Yeah. Yeah. Torkelson. Uh, he but will be he's, freaking. yeah, he's hit his first home run. He'll be um, you know, I think I'm going to give Torkelson the, uh, the Justin Upton treatment <laughs> and that is to not worry about him. It's also been a nice little run for Miggy. We'll jump from uh, the past or the, oh, the the coming first baseman to our, our <laughs> current first baseman. Passing guys right and left. He's having multi-hit games. He, of course, had the the two-homer game with the grand slam. 
it is yes. really good to see him. I mean, he's still not hitting for a lot of power outside that one game, but just driving in runs on occasion is really good to see from our mostly three slash four hitting first baseman. Yeah, I've been I've been thinking, pondering a lot about Mr. Miguel Cabrera lately. And, you know, this is his 19th year in the in the league. He's 38 years old. I mean, wow. that that alone to me is exceptional. Um, he's at 2,889 hits. So by my math, that's, he needs what, 111 more. He's at 491 for the home runs. So he needs nine more home runs. He's hit four this year. Obviously now we're, we're milestone chasing with him. I mean, he's not going ever going to be old Miggy, but he needs to put the grind on to hit some of these milestones. And I got to thinking about it to me, Aren't the Tigers almost the perfect team yes, absolutely. for him to grind away and try to get these with? It, it even gives us something to look at. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we're, we're not going to keep symbiotic. up this pace. Yeah, it's right. It's completely fine. And I, I do think there isn't, he has upticked and I, I, he, I feel like I had the stats last week. He's, he's actually been a pretty decent second half hitter in the last couple of years. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's going to come in fits and starts. I mean, sometimes old body feels old. And it's not going to go good. Honestly. But I mean. Honestly, yeah. a lot of the stuff we say about Casey and Scoobal can probably be applied to Mickey oh, right now. That's like, true. They're kind of in the same but opposite stages of yeah. their career. Non-linear, I believe oh, they call it. There you go. Um, so you, the, I think the Tigers are a good team for him to do this with. Uh, the Angels kicked Pujols to the curb. And Pujols was a better hitter right now a better player right now despite being a couple of years older i mean the angels really the angels are currently 20 and 27 the tigers are 18 and 28 the angels are not a lot better and they unceremoniously kicked their hall of fame veteran to the curb i mean he instantly caught on with the dodgers you think if we yes if we let miggy go he would instantly catch on with another decent team i don't think so I don't think uh, I don't think Pujols had a lot of takers, and his role appears to be fairly limited with the Dodgers. Which it I, should be. I mean, I don't I don't know if Miguel Cabrera would have as eager of a taker as as Pujols did. Do you? I definitely wouldn't think so. All right, little. But little, I don't think the. I mean, obviously, it's the Tigers are not going to do no, this. No, it's a moot point. Right. Uh, yeah. Any guesses to his current war on the season? His current war? Uh, point one. Negative point five. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, because his early, his first month was eh, icky, yeah. icky poo. Yeah, even looking at that, though, like his, his batting average on balls in play was like 110. Like there was clearly some positive regression coming there. All right, yeah. la- last topic. Uh, it seems like we have a new closer uh, yes. Michael Fulmer has now allowed uh, since since his last start on May fourth has allowed no earned runs in eight of his nine outings and his four or five on save opportunities. Happy with the current situation? Uh, I think it scratches a lot of the itch that the Tigers have, and it may be a viable solution for Fulmer too to extract the most value out of him because. Fulmer is, we've always said he's kind of this full energy, high juice kind of guy. And maybe his form 
his mechanics are such where uh, it could be taxing on him, but isn't closer kind of a way to in, in some ways limit some innings and take advantage of his high energy stuff? Yeah, I completely Am I agree. making this up? Uh, no, definitely not. So the velocity has steadily ticked up. It's funny. It's actually increasing by the outing, like his average fastball velocity. Since, 100 on the gun last time. Yeah, we did not see that out of the rotation. Oh, two, two. I mean, you wouldn't, obviously. But yeah. it's he is adapting to the life, and clearly it's it's agreeing with him. Yeah, I think. Are he, you concerned at all about the bomb that he gave up to lose the walk-off game? No, every closer gives up bombs. The harder you throw, the further it goes. I mean. No, I, wait, wait a minute. I don't think that's true. I, I that can't. I can't physics? promise that it's true, but it seems. Do you like know anything about physics? No, I'm not a mathematician. <laughs> Obviously not. But yeah, a hundred on. You think this is going to continue to go up? No, is I this mean, linear? Okay, okay. He's, he's not going to start throwing one hundred one. But his average fastball velocity is is probably going to raise to somewhere 97, 90. Like he he apparently can throw very hard in short. Uh, short yes. burst, and he's he's definitely more of, of, of a two-pitch mix right now, which I don't know any pitcher out there that would say, yeah, I want to use seven different pitches to get guys out when I could just do two. Like That, okay. is, that is always, uh, I mean, any any pitcher would tell you that. Uh, sky rate, or excuse me, the, the K rate has rocketed up too, which you would expect, um, throwing much, th- much harder. Do you think he's happy with this new situation? Uh Closers typically, I mean, on the whole, do not make as much money as starters. Starters are going to make the money. There's something to be said about only every five days and getting in your routine and being able to play golf and having your patterns and stuff. Um, How do you think he's responding to it? That's a really good question. I I don't see money being an issue with him. What I I see the pride aspect being more of like, as in not being able to kind of keep doing what he is used to doing. And that, I mean, I I don't know. Uh, If you are being very successful at your new job, do you lament the one you lost? Like, I don't know. I think for his specific situation, the the physical limitations that he has with all the injuries, which is another reason I think that this is an okay use of the, you know, quote unquote asset that this is, you know, this is going to save, like you said, so much on his body. I guess it's probably the right call at this point. Yeah. Yep. How many, do you know off the top of your head, respectively, how many innings closers pitch as compared to starters? It's for is sure, it, for it, sure it, under a hundred. So is, could it be half, you know, 40, uh, 60%? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes some sense to me. Here's the thing. Uh, you have to have a closer. Good closers are very helpful. Good you starters. Still do, uh, yeah. I mean, even if you're embracing a new model, you still need that high leverage reliever, yeah, right? Definitely. And he's, he could be the guy. Him and Soto together would be dynamite. Especially one lefty, one righty. Love it. Beautiful. All right, let's do power ranking. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. 
Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Power rankings. Here we go. Now, we, Moots has been our presenting our sponsor for the show. But I'm I'm proud to now introduce Power Rankings presented by North River Vodka. Hey. Power Rankings presented by North River Vodka. Um, made with whole fresh Michigan potatoes. I don't always drink vodka, but when I do, it's North River Vodka. I hear that the, the guy that makes it is pretty good looking too. Oh, he's he's a beast. We of course are referring to former I'm live Tigers beat writer, Mr. Chris Iatt, who's a peach of a guy. And he has Northern Michigan roots. Up there Cal- with Calcasca, right? Calcasca. So um, actually, Chris nudged me um, to have a presenting sponsor for the power rankings. And also he gave me this topic this week. Ooh. So normally I'm a, I'm a man who resists the flow, but I'm taking his suggestion and he even had some preliminary thoughts about this. So, um, selling out his, to, to his, big alcohol. Yeah. It's falling in line. His passion. Um, and what he suggested is fruits in a fruit salad. Ooh. Big interest for Mr. Chris and also the wiggles so, <laughs> fruits in a fruit salad. You know, I um, I don't remember all the power rankings that I've done. I did fruits one time, but this is this is extremely different. Obviously, I completely agree. Yeah, this is fruits for a fruit salad this is for a specific we're getting, purpose. We're getting into picnic season, right? We have to you have to have your fruit salad. Ready. Question before we before we go down that road, do people picnic? Is that a thing where people will specifically pack a basket with you know pre made this and that and then take it out somewhere? Is that is that a thing people actually do, or is that more of a fanciful idea? It seems kind of contrived, like it's part of a, like the plot of a sitcom or something, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I feel like people more like, oh, let's just throw some stuff in and we'll eat it on the way. Yeah. Or more than laying out a red and white checkered tablecloth or they'll go to somebody's house. Yeah. Not a lot of park picnicking, but I'm, I'm very suburban. So I don't, do people in urban settings, you know, picnic and then they have the ants invade, you know, just like in a children's book. <laughs> If, if you do that, get in touch. Yeah, tell, tell us about your picnicking. All right. So I have for you a little expanded. I have top 10. Oh, wow. And bottom three, fruits in a fruit salad. Putting in the extra work now that there's cash on the line. <sighs> Out of pressure now. <laughs> Going to test your stamina. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to test my stamina. Here we go. Number 10, blueberries. Uh, blueberries are tiny. You can barely stab the little suckers and occasionally they're kind of bitter. You got to, yeah. Blueberries are 10. They're, they're fine. I I don't hate them. Am I correct in saying they're very healthy? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Based on you not immediately saying yes, I'm starting to think that I'm full of crap on that one. Sure. They have antioxidants. Oh, there we go. According to a thing I just made up. Okay. Uh, number nine is watermelon and watermelon is basically the styrofoam packing filling of the fruit salad, right? Yeah. 
You just get a lot of it. You know how um, you get a can of mixed nuts and most of it is peanuts. Yeah. Watermelon is the peanuts of the fruit salad. Do you like watermelon on its own? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I have to be in the, it's, it's good outside in the summer when you can kind of let it drip down your fingers and you huck the pits and you throw the rind and I'm not eating indoor fruit salad. Yeah. I feel like watermelon, or, uh, watermelon is I'm sorry. maybe has the biggest range of outcomes. Like a good watermelon sure. and a bad watermelon are a mile apart in terms of taste. We'll, we'll get to more of that exact dynamic. Ooh. The variance, the standard deviation of the fruit makes a big difference. Sure uh, number eight, I have uh, blackberries. They're they're pretty, but but they're too seedy. And what I like to do if I eat a, a blackberry is kind of gum it. You know, it's kind of it's mush it in your mouth, and so then you just digest it that way. That way, I'm not chewing the seeds because they get stuck in my mouth. I don't know. If I've ever had a blackberry. Which makes you never me had feel, a blackberry? Yeah, it makes me feel super You seem like too but... healthy of a guy to not have a blackberry. I don't know. Well, I definitely haven't. I'm curious. Right. And now I know how to eat them if I ever, if I ever encounter yeah, you them. You gum them. You gum them like an old man. And gum the crap out of that blackberry. That's what you need to do. All right. Um, number seven we're up to is the honeydew melon. This is kind of the green melon with a white outside. Um and this is back to what you talked about. When it is good, a honeydew to me has upper echelon potential. Wow. But it's often if it's it's often mediocre. But if you get a good honeydew, mm, it'll change your life. Can you so pick good. out a good one at the grocery store? Absolutely not. I have no idea. I've 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 studied different melon selection theories. And as far as I can tell, especially with watermelon, you need to get one that kind of has a flat side with those little squiggly wormy things on it. Cause that means it had time, but it's, it's roulette. It's melon roulette. Is it not? It is. Oh, and you want one that's kind of heavy for its size, but how do you, how are you guessing heavy for its size? It's all relative. It's so difficult to pick a melon. Okay. Number six is grapes. Grapes are usually solid. Um, pretty utilitarian, but they're kind of rolly. That's true. Yep. Do you go red or green in your fruit salad? Typically red, I would want. Greens are fine too, but I, I usually have better luck with the red. I only eat red because one time, I'm sure when I was like five or six, I read in an article that on occasion, spiders will like make themselves look like green grapes. So I've been mentally terrified of of getting a spider thinking I'm getting a green grape since then. And you I, were I do not traumatized as a child about green grapes. I'm almost positive now that that's probably not true, but of course not. I haven't. It's like I, um, hasn't taken me down yet. It's like swimming after you eat. It's completely fine. I still have people say, "Oh, after you eat, don't go swimming." We tell little kids that it's complete hogwash. I'm okay with telling kids hogwash. I think it's good for them to have some wrong beliefs. Like um, when the music is playing on the ice cream truck, that means they're out of ice cream. You would do that to you. You would do that to a small child. Yeah, I'd say so. Depends on depends you're on the a, circumstance. You're a monster. Yeah, um, number five is raspberries. If you see raspberries in a fruit salad, you know somebody has some disposable income. Yeah, right. These are, are expensive. 
they are expensive and you get like this flat little clamshell and it's expensive but you know somebody loves you if you're getting good raspberries in your fruit salad again the seeds gum them people gum your berries you mind raspberries? i don't mind raspberry seeds they're not that big they're they're better than the blackberries the blackberries are the worst okay number four and this is where chris and i are depart we're parting ways uh, we'll get to his selections briefly. Um, but I'm choosing the musk melon, also known as the cantaloupe, is number four. Uh, pretty standard, good melon. I feel like the standard deviation on the musk melon is a little narrower. I feel like you have a better chance of getting a decent one. It's, it's a little less hitter. You know, this is low power, high average. This is the Harold Castro of melons, right? Okay. You're getting a lot of product for the money. It's it's a value play, the musk melon. Okay, before we move on, are you saying musk as an M U S S or musk as an M U S K? Well, it's spelled musk. Like the melon has a certain muskiness okay. to it. All right. But it's a musk melon. I think do, do you call it a cantaloupe? Yes. A cantaloupe. I don't know. I grew up calling it a musk melon. I like that better. Like that that And is the a lot K is character. kind of glossed over. So it's, it's a muskmelon. Okay. I mean, that's how my family has said it. I like it. Cantaloupe is probably more technically appropriate. Yeah, I don't like that as much. I like the ones with the little ribs on it. You know, they got the the, the Indian or India. I don't know what they call them, but they, they got the little lines in it. Then you can tell it's a good one. Sure. Those are the fancy kind. Okay. Number three. Oh, we're getting to some tropical stuff here. Number three is a mango. I, I like mango. It's a little exotic. Uh, you know, somebody put some time into it because mangoes are a nightmare to cut. A nightmare. They're, they're slippery and you can't get the the like center out of them. True. You know, they make like a mango core. Does I, it work? Uh, no, I actually asked Wit if she wanted <laughs> one for Christmas one time and she's like, no, those things don't work. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm suspicious of them. any mango device. Just take a knife and do your best. Yeah. Just it's hard. Try, try. Okay. Uh, number two is pineapple. And it's got to be fresh. You got to have fresh pineapple. And um, I don't know. It's just pleasant, sweet, wonderful. Pineapple is a, a good fruit. I agree. Pineapple might okay. be my number one. I think that that, yeah. that is a real good choice. Number one, fruit in the fruit salad. What you got? So I know what you're going to pick and it's wrong because it tastes like farts. It's strawberries. Strawberries do not taste like farts. Strawberries Stra- taste like farts. That is a scientific fact. How many farts have you tasted to compare it to? Strawberries are great. No, they taste like farts. I, If presented with a bowl of fruit salad, I might just take my fork and pick out the strawberries. Oh, you can have them. They're, they're pretty. They're consistently pretty good. They're very red. And they're about the right size. You know, you cut them in half. You got a nice, they're a nice shape. Strawberries are, are perfect for a fruit salad. They're yep. not so expensive as opposed to the bougie raspberries. Strawberries are nice. Yeah, all the attributes of strawberries are good other than the taste. Do you know that scientists, my brother told me this, so it may not be true, but I'm going to, I'm going to tell it to you like it's the truth. Uh, and that is scientists study strawberries because they taste sweet for the um, actually amount of sugar that they have in them. Like lemons and blueberries and stuff have more sugar per ounce or whatever than strawberries, but strawberries taste sweeter. 
Hmm. That's really interesting. Now, my brother told me that, so I'm not so sure it's true, but. I choose to believe it's true. Love you, Matt. We'll see. Okay. Um, that was the top 10, putting in the extra work. Uh, bottom three. Are you ready? Yes. Number three is a kiwi. I mean, if you're putting a kiwi in a fruit salad, you're just showing off, you know? <laughs> it adds color, uh, though. I actually kind of like the... I'm not going to pick the kiwi out of it, but I do like what it represents. It's it's the garnish. It's the parsley of a fruit salad. Yeah, that's fair. I don't I don't know what a kiwi is all about. It has questionable intentions in a fruit salad. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> uh, number two from the worst is apples. Okay, apples, the texture is not always consistent, and they, they're brown. They get brown and nasty. And don't tell me lemon juice. I know you're trying to put lemon juice on your apples to preserve them. It's not working. You're not fooling anyone with the lemon juice on your apples. Apples are a bad fruit salad choice. It's true. Number worst fruit salad fruit. What do you got? I actually you know have a is? guess. I'm pretty sure I'm guessing what you are. And I agree with all of your motives. Banana. 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 Bananas are brown the instant they hit the bowl in a fruit salad. I love bananas, but they belong in a fruit salad about as much as tomatoes do. Don't put bananas in your fruit salad. They're brown. I don't care if you cut them five milliseconds before they hit the fruit salad. They're, they're nasty. And they get the other fruit juices on them. They're, they're done. Don't put bananas in your fruit salad. That's number one. Okay, now I'm taking way too much time for power rankings, but you know, gotta gotta keep the sponsors happy. Okay, here were Chris's bottom three. He texted me this this week, and he said, "Number third from the worst is canned mandarin oranges." Hmm. I don't mind canned. I kind of like the mandarin oranges. Yeah. I get their canned. That'd be the only canned fruit I'd put in a fruit salad. Yeah, I don't mind those. They're coming all the way from Mandra. That's fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> Number two, he said cantaloupe. Chris, why are you hanging on the cantaloupe? It's a perfectly serviceable fruit for your fruit salad. Yeah, that's very surprising. That that seems like an unnecessary slight. That's a lack of that's a lack of judgment. Cantaloupe is a fine fruit. Um, and then number one, he was absolutely right in that bananas are yeah definitely that's it that's power rankings thank you before we move on uh if you want to learn more about north river vodka uh go to northrivervodka.com or you can find them on twitter and i'm assuming facebook i didn't search that as well at north river oh, yeah. vodka they're everywhere it's good stuff it's made from potatoes correct yes made from potatoes don't put them in fruit salad make vodka out of them yeah yeah definitely Hello, this is Eric's mom, and you're listening to the Podcastianos. So anyway, shout out, Chris. Good guy. Uh, yeah. So things I saw on the side of the road while running uh, this week. Yes. I actually texted you after I saw this, after I got back from running, which a little ashamedly, I, I admit, was in the middle of the day. I kind of did a work before and work after situation. Sure. Um, so I've been excited about this one, but first, uh, you kind of teased it. Yeah. I saw a little bit of, uh, local politics in action, which you don't, mm. I, this is, this is my first time kind of living in a bigger city. Traverse city doesn't have a whole lot in the way of uh, politicking 
least visibly going on. South Bend, maybe a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, ever was, since the dog's not at the airport anymore, what what politics is there uh, left in Traverse City? R.I.P. Piper, my sweet prince. Um, and anyway, <laughs> there was a, a work crew out redoing one of the roads that I was planning on running on. I, I didn't because of the work crew. And there's a big old sign that says, Something to the effect of another road fixed by Mayor James Mueller. Ooh. But it was on it ended up being on both sides of where they were working. Like make sure that yep. homie homie gets his credit, which Yep. Yeah. Your politicians are doing the bare minimum you've elected them to do. The funny fixing thing is the roads. I didn't even think it was that bad of a road. Like we, we have bad ones in this town. I wouldn't have put that one up there. All right. The, you know, that's a that's a third world country move. I know that firsthand because in Guatemala, the politicians put up signs anytime that there's a little bit of road work, though, you know, how many casales are used to being used to fix this road. And those signs will be up for ever, you know, years. I mean, if you do it, you might as well leave it up. Yeah. You, you printed the sign. Yeah. So polit- if you're a politician listening, don't don't be like that. Don't do that. I'm sure I'm sure Mayor James Mueller is listening right now and feel like Come on. All right. he's no Mayor Pete. That's for sure. Although I don't mention Mayor Pete in this town. That is one thing that I learned because I, I bet that could be a little spicy. There are only two takes on Mayor Pete and they are both explosive. So <laughs> that's not one that I mentioned. Uh, so the other one, the one that I was so pumped about saw this. It was um, was it like Tuesday? Something like that. I saw a homeless man straddling his bike off to the side, peeing in a bush on the side of the road. <laughs> Never seen While that While it was one. moving? No, he, he was stopped, oh. but still straddling the bike. Like, he was ready not to... Not side ma- saddle. Not like a, no. like a dainty horseback woman. No. No. Full-on full on straddle. straddle. I mean, I'm... A, How do you not get the bike full of piss? I'm not sure he was concerned about getting the bike full of mm. piss or yeah. other such things. Got but it. I, I told my friend Kyle, and he's like... Nature is truly healing itself after the pandemic. Yeah. Starting to see stuff like that again. Uh, so anyway, that was electric. And the funny thing is, is it was like, I don't know, a hundred feet from the, the side of one of the, the bougie uh, golf courses around here. I'm like, oh, yeah, you picked a nice, nice green area to, to water. So needed, yeah. needed the nitrogen for yeah. sure. So anyway, that's the, those are the things that I saw on the side of the road while running this week. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't be troubled to swing the leg over. No. To not pee on his own bicycle. If he had to go somewhere in a hurry, he was ready to go. I mean, if you think about it, he was being efficient. Going on the go. Yeah. And it was not Smitty. I will say that. And I don't know if we if we've if we've gotten back to Smitty. So for those of you who don't don't remember, it was a homeless guy that I met in the parking lot of a coffee shop around town that told me before the season that Tom Brady was gonna win the Super Bowl with the Bucks. The next time yeah. a homeless man tells me who is going to win the Super Bowl? I'm going to throw some shekels down on that. Yeah, absolutely. It's like it's like talking to an oracle. Apparently. I had no idea. He then proceeded to show me his bullet holes, which I didn't need to see because they were on his torso. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Let's move on wow. to Twitter questions. Twitter questions. Let me pull them up. I feel like we have a lot of Twitter questions this week, so we're going to have to go a little bit fast. Lightning round. A little lightning round, but we'll we'll do the best we can. Mr. Jeremy Troya, old faithful listener, says, Miggy is at 491, so our numbers line up. Wait a minute, 491, is that right? Um, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. 
Oh, how dare I question one of the tries? When do you think he gets to 500? I am thinking no later than the All-Star break. Also, him playing more first base lately, I think, has helped his hitting. Quick takes on that? I want to believe that it's helped his hitting. I'm not sure that there's any correlation. Um, But All-Star break seems very optimistic. I mean, he's got, what, four at this point? Um I don't know. What are we? Early, what are we? Uh, quarter of the way through the season. I mean, yeah. he's not on pace to do that. No, I, I think, predicted he would be, but I think he'll yeah. be lucky to get it this year. Um, I just don't think he's going to hit for much more power than he's he's hitting for right now. Do you? He hit tw- only twelve in nineteen, the last full season. Now I think he was out for a while, but he hit ten last year in twenty twenty in a in a COVID shortened short season. Yeah. So I think he could. I, I think he'll get it this year. I, I definitely think he gets it this year. I don't. I just don't think by much. Okay. Um. Uh. First base, playing some first base. I think it's helped his disposition. He seems to be having more fun. Maybe that's all there is to it, and that that probably helps him in the box. Yeah, I I buy into that theory. You've you've talked to me all the way around on it. Well, I, having fun doesn't necessarily mean more production, but but for him, I, I think it we're circling might. around this. I don't know. I, I definitely maybe. don't think so for everyone, but I think for him, maybe. Uh, Sanko Meal at Slug Wizzy, who's becoming a, a very regular questioner on the show. AJ Hinch is obviously the anti-Brad Osmus and can lead the Tigers to greatness. Who is the anti-Avilo? And how should the team go about enlisting their services? Money would be the answer to the second part. Yes. But amazing what you can do with money. I don't know. Uh, the answer is what? Jeff Ludnow? I mean, that is that how you say his last name? first name that came to mind. The second being Theo, who I'm pretty sure is Theo. pretty happy in his current position, but he's done it twice. Why yeah. not give it a go one more time? Uh, um, how about um, Kim Ng with the Marlins? I feel like that was somebody who, yeah, maybe I'm just buying into the hype, but it just seemed like that would be an interesting choice. I don't choice. know exactly how involved you know she's in, but like it's hard to argue with the results. And they're playing yeah. above their station. They've made some some good moves recently. I mean, I, I would be lying if I said I was an expert on other teams. Yeah, G- uh, GM, yeah. so yeah, I don't, I don't know. Brian Frankfurth at Chief Broom. This is this is the the leader of all the brooms, Mister Chief Broom. Says, do you think this road trip is the peak of the season? Should I go read a book now or something? First of all, you should always better yourself. No, read a book. Don't read. Go watch, go watch TV shows, not movies, obviously, TV shows. Those are too long. Too yeah. long. Do you think this is the peak of our season, Jordan? I hate to be that guy, but it might be. Oh, come now. We're going to find more pinnacles. What did I say earlier? Nine of 13? We're not going to win nine of 13 again. On the um, All on the road or mostly on the road? Definitely not going to. I, there are going to be fun points along the way, but if, if winning ball games, if having more runs at the end of the game is what you're looking for, it's probably not going to this be better be than this. You may be right, but don't don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. And we had a no hitter in there. Yeah. We may not have more magic moments than that. I think we'll have more beautiful moments, but clustered like this. Although the way baseball savor these, we're for sure going to get another like two or three no hitters this year. That's true. Uh, who's the next tiger to hit a, uh, to get a no hitter? Do you think Casey? I'd say not Turnbull. 
Eh, maybe Turnbull again. No, def- <laughs> definitely not Boyd. But Boyd is good, but he doesn't take no hit stuff to the mound ever. Casey does. It's true. Turnbull does. Uh, I would even, say I mean, even Scooble does. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Casey, but him, him or yeah. Turnbull. Okay. Mitch from Michigan asks, if you could construct the, oh, wait a minute. I skipped one. Uh, Smoko on the water at Ocho Blinko asks, do you put sliced eggs on top of your potato salad or go without? These are some picnic salad related questions. This is all eggs, you. Sliced eggs on your potato salad? No potato salad at all. So this is all you. Really? Really. Come on. I like I like a nice potato salad, especially homemade potato salad. And I, yeah, I'd go with some sliced eggs. It's classy. Yummy. How do you feel about uh, deviled eggs? Yeah, they're good. I, I, you know, it's, it's tempting because you would never eat like two or three eggs in a row and just crush them. But for an appetizer, you see these deviled eggs and you're like, mm, I could have four of these. No problem. Before my meal. Roof. Yeah. It's yeah. Deviled eggs are devilish for sure. Mitch from Michigan asks if you could construct the perfect Memorial day barbecue slash grilling experience, what would your menu consist of including the various sides and drinks to complement said grilling? Well, Mitch, that's a lot of question for the time that we have, but I don't know what makes a good barbecue for you, Jordan. Pizza. Love pizza. That's No, come on. You're such a child. At least say burgers or something. My other answer would be uh, Johnsonville better with cheddar brats. Love uh, I, better maids for the chips. Uh, you want some? You want some corporate created cheese injected into your meat log product? Yes. That, okay, that is, a, if of course, if pizza is not an option, uh, and give me give me some sort of cold coffee, cold brew, iced coffee, something like that. I think that um, covers every part. I like, um, I'm, you know, it, it's interesting. They've, they've come to the forefront now, but people are starting to realize that chicken thighs are, are better than chicken breasts. So, um, I like chicken thighs and they're starting to get their due a little bit. That's the chicken good. thighs. Kudos to the yeah. thighs. Yeah. Pizza Slayer at jslot0809 asks. He's probably with me on the pizza at the barbecue thing. He slays the pizza. It's right in his name. Which Victor would you think you're more likely to have an outfield collision with Victor Reyes or Victor Newman from the young and the restless? I, I don't pizza slayer. I don't know anything about daytime soap operas. Isn't that what the young and the restless is? I think so. So Victor Reyes, Victor Reyes. Yeah. I promised I would not criticize the question askers this week. So that was great. Thanks for that question. <laughs> Robert Baker, poor pizza slayer. Robert Baker at Kerba eleven twenty three asks, "Why is pasta salad a thing?" I don't mind pasta salad. So you're gonna like poo cold... on the potato salad, but then enjoy the pasta salad. Yeah, I'm I'm a big pasta okay. guy, kind of just all around. I do like pasta salad. We're not with you, Mister Baker. Um, I like the pasta salad with like the cheese and summer sausage in it. And then there's also a kind of like Italian dressing in that I like too. There's a lot of ways to make a decent pasta salad. I've never had the first one that you were describing. I'd very much like to. That does sound delicious. It's a party. Akil Badu meme account at the Ryan Blevins asks, which Tiger player could benefit most from a trip to the minors? And who would you like to see called up as a corresponding move? And since you can't insult me, I will take my shots at you. 
Jordan's animal pictures are average at best, Excuse and Eric's brain me? is subpart compared to Phil Coke's. Ow. Disrespect. Yeah, maybe you should benefit from the trip to the miners. <laughs> Ryan Blevins come and poo on our podcast. We're we're our own dictators. Masters of our own shit. Uh, to answer that's, the question, I think the guy who needed it the most just got that in Jacoby. Yeah, Jones. Jacoby. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like you couldn't throw a rock and hit a handful of guys that also are in that category, but yeah. he, was, he was probably the big one. Joe, Joe's the next one. I mean, he yeah. could he could just go ahead and stay there. I don't know that there's any benefiting from the miners. Oh, uh, how long is it going to be for Mister Willie Castro? Uh there you go. There, there's the the current answer, Willie, my yeah. guy. Yeah. So, uh, not, not good for a couple of guys. Uh, Anthony Troya, the other Troya brother asks, who is your current favorite tiger and who is your current favorite non-tiger? That's an interesting question. Current favorite tiger. Hmm. It's hard to dislike Akil Badu. He's fun. I, I, I hope he succeeds. I like Fulmer a lot. What's with me with bullpen guys? But I don't know. Now that he's in the bullpen, I seem to like him more. Like just throw, going out there and going nuts. The interviews that he had with Johnny Keane were fun too. I thought. Yeah, I I would go tie between Nico and Robbie Grossman. Robbie Grossman's been good too. Just put his head down, doing all the little things. Favorite non. Just like a kid out there. Yeah, hmm? is, is Trey Turner. Not not exactly Trey sure Turner. why, but I've I've long been a big fan of Trey Turner. Uh, I, since I root for the Tigers, I feel I need to balance it out with just an amazing player in that. I usually like Mike Trout, but I also like Shea Otani. Otani has been so fun. He do, you know, he's doing both things. That's completely unique and interesting to me. Like it's the same sport, but I feel like in a lot of ways, it's very similar to people who actually play like football and baseball. Like it's, they're, they're not completely different things in any way. I don't know. It's. It's incredibly impressive, and we're going to look back in a couple of years and realize we probably should appreciate this more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at Dan Hogan 95 asks, seeing that you haven't done your Who's Your Tiger diagram flowchart in the last Ooh, another couple listener years, calling you out. This is just trying to create more work for me. Uh, how should my girlfriend figure out who her favorite tiger should be? Um, just, just pick one at random and embrace them. The best looking That's guy on the team. Uh, Daniel Norris, got to be right. It's a little sexist, is it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> we'll cut this. You, part. You're suggesting that the woman pick the based on handsomeness. Come on. I feel like everyone should pick based on handsomeness. Everybody should pick based on on base percentage. <laughs> That's how you pick I, I a agree. favorite player. So Robbie Grossman. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we have a lot of questions. Everybody plays, though. We're going to get through this. Okay, at Tommy underscore Walnuts asked, if you invited the members of the rotation to a picnic, which food item would you assign them to bring? Mm. Um, maybe maybe just one. Potato Somebody salad should for, bring... for Turnbull. Like, he's he's an, a southern kid. Like, he's, he's bringing... Yeah. He's going to put the appropriate amount of paprika yeah. on it, I feel like. That's a, that's a good choice. Uh, Scoobles bringing the avocado. Or the guac, I guess. The guac. Yeah. 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 Um, good choices. We're moving on. Thank you. David, oh my goodness. David Polish last name. Novashevitz. Sure. No Novish Nova Novitsky. Oh I'm sorry, Polish people. Um, Joel Willock 
try to keep him or look for somebody else? This is a um, Newcastle United question, which doesn't really fit. But I don't know enough about soccer personnel. Joe Willick's been good for us, but maybe he's replaceable. That's he was on loan from Arsenal. Uh, no yeah. offense to you guys, but I, I think he's a hair bit too good for you guys. Although I don't know where he plays at Arsenal because their their ten right now is pretty decent too. So maybe you guys we, can sign him. Hey, we're fifteenth place. It's like two clear of relegation. Almost positive. You ended in twelfth, didn't you? I maybe. Think, I think oh, you were even north of that. I didn't watch the game yesterday, so I don't know. Or the day before. Uh, I've been watching Tigers and staying up, spent all my time 1 a.m. watching no hitters. Okay, uh, Mike, or no, who is this? At Paul Melklid. Is this a new questioner? Welcome aboard. Uh, who's playing shortstop for the Tigers next year, and what type of potato salad is the best for picnicking? A lot of potato salad questions. People like their potato salad. Uh, Redskin potato salad is the superior potato salad. Uh, who's playing shortstop for the Tigers next year? I mean, unless we sign someone, it's going to be Nico, right? Yeah. I mean, I think the, I think well, the, I think the Willie Castro experiment's over. Now, next year is the year of the free agent shortstop, right? Yeah. We're not going to sign um, one. What's that? We're not going to sign one. We're not going to oh, Stop being one. such a boo-hooer. Uh, we we could get the fourth out of the four best shortstops, and it would be a dramatic improvement. That for is us. true, and we won't. And, and uh, for a free agent, I mean, that's a good spot to upgrade shortstop, isn't it? I would like to find the, the Robbie Grossman of shortstops and sign. Yes, him. yeah, beautiful. I don't know who that is, but I'd like to like to sign them. Uh, Dan Kelly at Tiger Fan Dan asks, "Could you please power rank picnic salads and Tigers pitchers from the '90s?" Uh, that ship sailed for this week. You know, good good suggestion for the future. A lot of potato salad love. A lot of potato salad love. I can't even think of any 90s. Yeah, we're getting near the bottom. I see the end. All right. Steve Butts at Steve B 5477 asks. A lot of numbers. Always are the numbers. I'm glad to see a hopefully rejuvenated Victor Reyes get another shot. After the seeming inevitable demotion comes for Willie Castro, which we just talked about, do you think it'll be Zach Short or someone else who gets summoned from Toledo? Also, sending Haas and Rogers down seems implausible now. I would agree with that. Yeah, Haas has been good. I did not see that coming. I was, but I'm dumb. I don't have this in front of me, but I want to say his batting average on balls and plays like 469, which it can it can be a clutch to to look at that and use that as a sole indicator of of luck. But when it's that high, there's probably a decent amount of luck. Um, Zach Short is going to be Zach with the Short, team. Yeah, definitely. Soon. I don't know when that's going to be. But I could see Zach Short for Willie Castro if soon if things don't start going better for Willie. And that's fine. I, I very much agree with you. I think Willie could, could benefit from a little bit more time at AAA. The thing is, with him, it's not like he absolutely destroyed down at that level before so that, like, sending right. him back down would, would do him no good. Like, just getting reps, I think, would be good for him. Uh, yeah, and it's it's nice to have the minor league season back where you can do some of that. Yeah. Um, I will say for Zach Short, like, he his podcast is fun. I've been listening to that a little bit. He plays some dynamite defense. He's going to catch the ball for you. And he's gonna get on get on base with some sneaky power. I I don't dislike Zach Short. I think it was Incredible a really good get for them. Compliment. Well, I mean, I don't hate him. Yeah. No, I. Okay. Do I think he's gonna light the world on fire? No. He, but I think he could be 
a certain nice, good, serviceable, productive piece. I'm trying. I'm trying to be positive. Greater than or less than Andrew Romine? Well, I think he's better than Romine. Less good hair though. Could could be better than Romine. Anyway, but he he but Romine for a while. I mean, he was with the big club for a long time. Like he was a legit big league player. He had an April in the D for all time. Remember when we had that shirt made about him because of how good he was in April? Yeah, just lit everything on fire. He was, um, yeah, I, I think Zach Short could do all that and more Yeah, at some point. He's good. Okay. Um, Egg Helms at JP Skronik asks, how do you take what Chris Fetter is doing at Detroit and begin to spread that love down into the farm? That is a very good question. Um, he can't be at four or whatever locations it is at okay, the same you, time. You need to stop a little bit with the Chris, everything good that happens is Chris Fetter and everything that's rough is oh, I'm Chris sorry. Fetter I hasn't thought this started was America yet. in 2021. Is that not <laughs> what we're doing here? <laughs> but, but for real, he, I don't know, you know, with the going on in the club, like you don't know how involved he is with, with the pitching coaches at AAA, et cetera. Um, but I mean, if I were the one in charge of the organization, I would try and have them on the horn as much as possible, sharing ideas back and forth. I mean, he can't be everywhere, so you need his ideas to be. And the only way that they're going to get from the big club down is for him to disseminate them. I, I think, I think we're getting you're putting a few too many things on Chris Fetter. A little too. He's not in charge of the organization. He's the major league pitching coach and has to work with these handful of guys. He's not in charge of philosophy for the pitching of the club, is he? Or the whole you don't organization? Think so? I think he should be. Who who in the in the organization is a better fit to do that? The minor the pitching coordinator. Isn't there a minor league pitching coordinator? I don't know. I, I guess. I guess. I'm not saying that that is within his job description, but maybe it should be. Yeah, maybe. Um, related, how do you think having a series of different managerial visions has affected the farm system at large? Well, we missed a minor league season, and I think everything is rightly discombobulated right now. Yeah, um, and I, I think that things haven't really changed since Garden Hire took over. Like, we made a, a, a switch from rushing guys to help now to developing guys, um, you know, to help now and to be used as trade sure. pieces. As soon as garden hire came in, the rebuild happened. Like that's not happening. We're, we're developing right. guys to have them long-term. Uh, and beyond that, I, I don't think anything has changed in the last six years in terms of develop development approach. I just, I just don't know enough about it. I mean, I, it makes sense to me to have a very uniform philosophy, but I mean, how different can these philosophies be from club to club? I mean, uh, throw hard and throw strikes. I mean, that's uh, be good at pitching. I mean, what more is there? How, how many nuances can you find? I mean, there's, there are nuances to be found. I I suppose. All right. Sorry for poo pooing the question. Uh, he has another question, Mr. Egg Helms. Another question. You were given the chance to design the Tigers' third jersey. What features do you include? Please describe. Uh, do you like the Stars jerseys? I don't mind the Stars. Yeah, I don't mind those ones. 
Uh, I think they're cool. My normal go-to for alternate jerseys is uh, like featuring the color or lack of color, whatever it is, black more. It's a little tough with the Tigers because they're navy, and navy and black don't tend to go together. Um, maybe, that was trending for a while, like in the 2000s. Every like the Lions added black to their logo. That's what you want. Yeah, definitely. Um, not not for the <laughs> they took it all back out. Like the Mets had black, and then they took it back out. Yeah, not for the Tigers. Just in general, I, I like that. I don't know. So you would have preferred the Lions and the Mets to keep the black. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Why okay, not? why not? It's a fair take. I feel like we could do with a little bit more orange featured. Yeah, I want a completely orange alternate jersey. I want them to look like they stepped out of the state penitentiary in like an orange jumpsuit. That That's would be fun. Want. That that would be cool. Uh, not for them, but for us watching, I think that would be fun. Yeah, wouldn't that is something distinctive, something fun? You know, why not? And go back, go back to the cracked out uh, tiger. Yeah, coke dogs. Yeah, absolutely. Those big bug eyes. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, finally, a playful question to end the Twitter questions. Our last one. Cam Gerard asks at Cam underscore Gerard, how do you keep ants and animated bears away from your picnic basket? Or in this case, a picnic basket. I mean, that's that's the age old question, is it not? I don't, I don't feel like ants are a real life big problem at a picnic. I think this is a fodder for children's television. But all stories are rooted in some truth, right? I suppose. But okay, you have some ants coming at your picnic. You take your hand, yeah, you'll but, wipe them away. Yeah, but then your food is ruined. I mean, you're you're done if, Maybe if an for ant you. has been on your food. No. Maybe for you. Are you serious? I'm that ant. Oh, I'll eat that ant pasta salad. It's fine. Oh. Okay, a, maybe not the. But you just wipe it being. off. No. Wipe. Also, why are you putting your your food on the ground? That is a more ad. ad uh, that, that's you have question. your you have your checkered table blanket thing, and um, bears. Um, Bears are not stealing your food, but evidently like in Yosemite and some of these natural national parks, like Jellystone National Park, evidently there are bears that like to get into people's food. Jellystone. I'm pretty sure that's a fictitious national park. No, it's not. It's real. (laughs) That's um, that's Twitter questions. Y'all did great. Good job, everybody. What up, fam? This is, of course, your boy Jordan here to tell you about one of my all-time favorites, Moot's Pizzeria and Bar. It is the only authentic New York pizzeria in the Motor City and has become a staple in the Detroit pizza scene. You know me. I don't play when it comes to pizza, and this is where it's at. Amongst the best of the best that they have to offer are favorites like Garlic Knots, the Uptown and the Bronx Pizza, Gemelli Pasta, and that Chocolate Lava Cake is hotter than Andrew Romine in April. And they have some killer cocktails and a great beer and wine selection. Stop in with friends for a few pies and grab an authentic slice from the slice counter. It's going to be an instant favorite. Visit MootsPizzeria.com to learn more or to place an order. And don't forget, they validate two hours of parking in Lot Z. Tell them Jordan and Eric sent you. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can. On Twitter and Instagram, I am at... Hosted by Jay Hall. Eric is at Eric Wayne's Brain. The show is at Podcastianos. And as always, be sure to visit our sponsors, Moots Pizzeria, and pick yourself up a bottle of North River Vodka. The best vodka going. Bring you the power rankings. It 
how bad can it be? <laughs> you know what? Don't think about that. Don't think about that question. Just, just, just get the vodka and, and don't ponder on it. Anything else to say to the people before we get out of here? Yeah. Here's some fruits never to put in a pasta salad. Peaches. They're too... Pasta salad, did I say? Fruit salad. Okay. To be fair, no they to, shouldn't go in pasta salad either. They, don't put peaches in your pasta salad. Uh, cherries are not a, a, a fruit salad fruit. Can I let you in a little secret? Even from being in, uh, even from being from Traverse City, you don't like cherries. I don't like cherries. It's a good thing you've left. It's true because they would run you out again. They'd bring you back and run you out again. Maybe that's what happens. Uh, pears? Heck no! Don't with the pears. Hmm. I've never but, considered but, it. I actually don't hate that idea. You should because it's a horrible idea. Think about it and then you'll hate it. Uh, and also pomegranates. Pomegranates. What are what are you even? It's like an alien. It's not even a fruit. They're like, I don't know what they are. So no to any of those. And also, um, keep your fruit salad simple. Do you like like a little syrupy dressing or maybe some fresh mint in your fruit salad? Yeah, bougieing up your Whit fruit n- salad normally does a little bit of the syrup. She's not, I don't know if she's ever done mint. That's a good idea though. I, I think I would try the mint, yeah. but I don't want my fruit salad too juicy. I don't yeah. want it to liquidy i think that's fair anyway lot of hot fruit salad takes on this episode thanks to chris and the wiggles for the inspiration <laughs> all right guys with that being said we will catch you next week and eat them up tigers eat them up yummy yummy goodbye this has been a production of the alpha dog podcast network find more shows at alphadogagency.com slash podcast even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.